bong bong. It is November. That means it's Movember. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube, you can see that I haven't shaved my face. But what I am doing on behalf of Welcome to the Potty and all of you good, good listeners is donating $100 from Welcome to the Potty to Movember for every 1,000 plays this month. We've got one more week. So make sure you hit that share button, tell a friend to tell a friend and get the show going. Okay. $100 for every thousand plays will go to Movember. So hit that share button. Let's get this shit popping and donate this money to men's health. Bung Bung Coffee. The best coffee in the whole wide world, dude. I, I don't know what to tell you about this shit. It's like magic beans. This is the shit that Jack was holding. Before he threw it out the window. God knows why he even did that, but he, a giant beanstalk grew, touched the top of, you know, the heavens, and then he got diddled by a giant. And that's, you know, that's not, it's not what you want, but that's why you don't throw this shit out the window. You just drink it. You just drink it, and good things will happen to you, dude. I, um, the first time I ever had bung bung beans, I, um, I, I, it was like, remember that movie Limitless? Bradley Cooper, um, I think, you know, Bobby D's in that one. That's what happened to me. And I started just specking out. I knew everything about everything. My eyes went all like blue and sexy. I looked like that, um, you know, criminal model. I looked like him and everything, you know, everyone wanted to be around me. I started solving, you know, I solved world hunger. Um, I didn't tell anyone about it. And then, you know, the effects ran out. So I forgot, I forgot how to do it, but. That's what it can do for you. Things like that. Bung Bung Coffee will really turn your life around, dude. You, you know, a lot of you, many of you are, you know, homeless. Um, some of you are renting in, in, you know, in areas that you can't really afford. You're just keeping up appearances. Um, Bung Bung Coffee will change all that for you. You'll, you'll be more successful in your job. Some, many of you are running businesses that are unsuccessful. Got red, just going deeper and deeper into the red week after week. You're hiding it from your wives. Your wife thinks that everything's good. You're successful. You know, you're trying to move, you know, bags of ice, like actual frozen water. And we're in the middle of winter. What kind of business model is this? You know, and you're telling her everything's all good and it's not, but it will be as soon as you have some of this bung bung bean, it'll turn things around. You'll start, your accounting will be more efficient. You know, you'll maybe think of a better business than selling ice in the winter. You know, we're in it. We are... Well, it's not winter. It's all, it's supposed to be summer, but it's still cold as a motherfucker right now. But you, you get the picture. Bung Bung Coffee is the best coffee you can get. It helps you. It does it all. Um, You know, some people can't get out of bed in the morning because they're really sad and upset. Bang, Bung Bung Coffee. Damn happy. Smiling. Good. Skipping into work, dude. You're getting, you're getting to exercise. Some people... I saw, I saw a guy that usually drives an hour and a half to work and he had some Bung Bung Coffee. Skipped the whole way there lost 20 kilos and he you know now he looks good um anyway if you if you go to bungbungcoffee.com and enter promo code p-o-double-d-y and buy yourself some of the best dark roast you'll ever taste um that that promo code will get you 15 percent off all orders but no you know no maximum spend and no minimum spend so just 15 percent off whatever you spend think about that p-o-double-d-y who's offering 15 percent off that's nuts um, so yeah, go do that and, um, do better. Uh, let's start the show. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome to the party, Bung Bung! It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse of podcasting, because I'm always acting in self-defense. This little motherfucker uh, got, got off on this shit. I don't know if everyone knows Kyle Rittenhouse right now, but this is that kid... Um, Kenosha, what state was that in? Washington? Washington State. I don't know. Kenosha. This little motherfucker, he was 17 years old. His mum, they live like two hours out of, ta- out of town. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. They live like two hours out of town. His mum drops him off with a loaded AR-15. If you don't know, if you don't know about guns, that's a fully automatic assault rifle. So usually use things like that for war. Or, um, you know, if you're running a drug cartel, this guy uses it to go to a peaceful protest. And, um, you know, shit pops off uh, and he kills two dudes and injures a third. And he gets taken home by the police like he's, you know, he's one of them. Um, So, you know, we're uh, 15 months later or something. I don't remember when he did it, but around that. It's about a year later. Uh, and he's had his trial. It was televised and all this good shit. And um, he he gets off. He was charged for like um, you know murder, um, oh, two different types of murder, and then two different types of um, uh, in in. Uh, intent to aggravate the community or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a fucking journalist, but this little motherfucker got off uh, mostly because he's a white kid. Can you, okay. Picture this. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong saying he got off because he's white. Picture this. I go to a protest with a, a, an AR and I, and I collect myself two, two and a half bodies. I'm, I'm just, they're going to drop me home, bro? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I am going to get popped, bro. I'm going to get filled up with lead. That no, I'm not even getting arrested. I don't get to go to trial, bro. I am getting Swiss cheesed up, bro. This kid got a lift home, bro. Oh, my God. And then you wonder, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't want to get into the ins and outs of, of the black and white America. But I'll tell you this. This sets a this sets a precedent for for next time there's a, a protest. This judge and jury have basically said that it's okay to arrive at a protest armed with a fully automatic assault rifle. Um and if you feel threatened to catch at the, at the minimum two bodies, you can get away with two bodies. We haven't seen three yet, so that's that's essentially what this what this trial has done is said that that is okay to do. So to be to be an untrained, inexperienced um, teenager wielding a gun, 
you can go and get get yourself two bodies uh, and there'll be no repercussions because um, that's that's how dope shit is over in the US right now. People, people, people that know I went to college, oh, how was it? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, would you ever move back? Oh, get the fuck out of here, bro. Not moving back there. That country is sick, bro. It's got problems. You know, people, and they're over there laughing at us because we're doing lockdowns and mandating vaccines and shit. Bro, I'll get the vaccine a thousand times before I move to the United States of America, bro. I'll be lucky to make it out of the fucking airport without getting clapped. Fucking nuts out there. Charged with homicide, attempted homicide, recklessly endangering safety for killing two men and wounding a third. Semi-automatic. Oh, sorry. It was only semi-automatic, guys. Sorry. Sorry I said Sorry, I said fully automatic. That was so stupid of me, bro. Um, and, and this is the thing. This is... This is where the the vicious cycle in the US happens, right? So you don't need to you don't need to have been there and experienced this. As a black person in America, you are just a, you're getting more and more afraid with all this kind of shit happening. Right? You just Yeah, cuz Siri doesn't get it cuz she's white, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um you you're getting more and more afraid of what's going on over there, right? So Trayvon Martin got got shot in the back because um, he was wearing a hoodie and holding holding a packet of Skittles, right? This little motherfucker is holding the AR, and he's just he's just walking, bro. And I like that's you know that's why black you know the the stereotype of the angry black man or or woman. That, of course they're angry and of course they're scared and of course they're, they're, they've got a poor relationship with police. You can't build on it until the law is equal. because And then that relationship makes these untrained, well, not untrained, but I think, I think in the US they go through about three weeks of training before they're, you know, certified police officer, right? Um, and you, you end up, you end up this poorly trained officer in this situation where you you know you see a black person holding something and you're afraid of them because you know that they don't respect you because of what you know your co-workers have done in the past so you pull you pull your weapon out this guy's just over there texting and you and you clap him up because you you assume he's holding a gun and the cycle continues so black people become more and more afraid and angry at police police become more and more Afraid of black people. Clap, 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 clap. Think about this. This is a country that clearly need the defund the police. Right? Is is what people were saying. I don't know that everyone understands what that means. It means defund the union so they can't keep protecting each other. Right? It doesn't mean defund the police. Take money out of the police force. They need to inject more money into it so they can train better. Right? They need more training to become more comfortable with these these strange or difficult or heightened situations. They need more training to be able to get through that without without bodies dropping, uh, particularly black bodies. But what what this this trial and this um this jury and this outcome are saying 
Oh, no, what's that? oh, the memory card is full. So we're not doing we're not doing YouTube this week. I knew I knew this was going to happen. That's my fault for not um you know not emptying the cart. Uh, what this what this outcome is saying is that in a in a country where the police are poorly trained and need more training, it's okay to go out in a public area, and if you feel threatened, to go out in a public area armed with a semi-automatic weapon, and if you feel threatened, to kill two people. It's okay to do that when you have no training and no experience in that kind of situation holding a weapon like that. That doesn't... And a weapon that doesn't need to be held as well in like by a civilian. This is a weapon that's made for war. It is made to kill... It's, it's an efficient killing machine. It is meant to kill as many bodies in the least amount of time possible. That's what this gun is built for. It's the shit you see on... Um, Call of Duty. And you, the the first problem is that you're letting civilians have weapons like this. And the second problem is the, the judicial, ju, judicial system saying it is okay for someone with no training, no experience to go out and patrol the streets, essentially looking for trouble. And as soon as he finds it, he can just say it's self-defense because he felt threatened. All right, that's wild for the night, bro. Wild for the night. Um, yeah, so I'm the Carl Rittenhouse of podcasting, bro. That's, <laughs> that's a 13-minute intro. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's let's get on to some more on some positivity. Um, man, I'm R-worded, bro, for not emptying that that SD card, but that happens. Um. This week I did zero comedy. I did I did a lot of writing. I've got dude, I'm I'm coming along. My hours coming along. I I think I'm at about I reckon I'm at about solid thirty-five. So I so I, I'm gonna be alright. God, I got dude, I haven't eaten or drank today and I'm I'm burp I'm burping something chronic. Um yeah, but this week, man, I didn't really do shit, honestly. Nothing jumps Jumps out to me. That's oh man, yeah, that's wild. I didn't do shit this week. Do you you do anything? No, nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing. Right week. Good times. Good times here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, I've been working out a little bit, getting on the bike, doing hit workouts on the bike. So that's been good. I need to get out and play some golf again. I know you're not a fan of golf anymore. No, I won't be doing that anytime soon. No. Um, we didn't, oh yeah, we didn't go to Lawn Bowls last week. Oh, well we did. Was that last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, we tried. Yeah. The weather's only good during the week. Um, and it's only good during work hours. So it was like 30 the other day. I was in the office looking out at sunshine. I leave work and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll take the dogs for a walk down the beach. And I get out and it just overcast, gray, bullshit. Um, so that's that's still, you know, it's still springtime weather, but it's it's going to be December in like a week and a half, and that uh, that better click over and and get me some good weather. Yeah. But we're gonna have a look tomorrow, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's cleared up. Try and play some lawn bowls and go to a pub. You guys ready for this? This is the young blood, um, hazy hibiscus. Let's see what it sounds like. 
Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's two good opens. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. I'm a double vaxxed bad boy. A double. Yeah. Uh, so. So I can do what I want, really. I can go to any protest I want and catch bodies. I can... Dude, you know they're just not even letting people... They're not letting people into any sporting venues in Adelaide now. Hindmarsh Stadium, um, Entertainment Centre, uh, Adelaide Oval, and there was another list. There was more. There was more to that, and it's like... I don't know, man. I'm vaxxed up, but I don't know if I agree with the whole vax situation anymore, bro. I just... um. I don't know. These boosters, they're doing boosters like less than yearly or more than yearly. Like, like less than 12 months and you need a booster, basically, as they're saying. Like eight months or some shit. This shit was supposed to say, you were supposed to get this shit and not able to get sick, right? And then people got sick and they're like, oh, yeah, but you won't get as sick. You won't go to hospital. Bang, people in hospital. Oh, but at least you won't die, though. Dead. People are dying. I think this is, okay, so this episode is probably going to get blocked by Google or some shit, but um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've got it. I've got, not not got COVID, but I've got the vax. You know, I'm not that against it. I got the vax. But I don't think it's wrong to question what the end game is. Where, like, I know, I know people are blindly like, oh, but once we get to 80%, we'll just be open and shit will be normal. I don't know. Shit's not really that sweet, bro. Shit's not that sweet when you, you know, you got to have a passport and all this shit to get into places. Um, I don't know. It just seems, yeah, I, I'm not, you know, so far gone that like I'm, you know, one of these these wild cowboys on the internet. But I just, I think we are getting into this this iffy area where it is it is almost discriminatory. I think I think it should be your choice. To, to an extent for something that is essentially a flu vaccine. Um, you know, it's not fucking, well, I guess people, is it, is it um, require like a requirement to get the measles vaccine and shit? Cause people, there's people that don't have that. Right. And they're still allowed to fucking go to a footy game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. Sure. Because like, there was an anti-vax society before COVID. Like, yeah. and, and they don't just live on an island, you know? No. They're out here Roman, bro. Like Caesar. Dead air. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I don't know. But I just think, I just think that, um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm not, I do have a PhD in podcasting, but I'm not, a, I'm not a medical doctor, but I don't, I don't know that, um, like segregation's the fucking answer, you know, we've been through that before. Well, you know, not all, not everyone has, but measles is contagious. Thank you so much, SA Health. Um, yeah, yeah, but I got that, you know, I got that DV, that, not domestic violence, double vax. I got double, double vax. Oh, domestic violence. Yeah, Did, I saw that shit. What was his name? Zach Stacy. Zach Stacy, bro. Uh, kill yourself. No, no, don't. 
go get piped in jail. This dude, bruh. I, I, I don't recommend watching this video. I was very uncomfortable, man. I, I don't, you know, you know, I've seen decapitations and shit on the internet and this still shook me harder than that shit. Like you can, you can, you can say equality all you want, but you should never hit a w- woman, bro. They are not as strong as us. They cannot take it the same way a man can take it. And this dude hit his, I think ex-girlfriend, or current girlfriend, baby mama. Surely ex now. Yeah. Um, hit her like she was a man in the fucking head. Hit the shit out of her. Threw her into the TV and the kid was right there. Not only should this motherfucker get done for um, domestic violence, but I reckon that that should be like endangerment of a child or something as well. Like, uh, He's on the run, I think, at the moment. But um, yeah, string him up, man. I don't even know. I don't. It's, this is a dark, dark start to the party today. But uh, I thought, I thought if I got rid of the news segment, everything would be sweet. <laughs> Shit's out here, real sick, real sick. There's some, and this is America, bro. America, yeah. I'm not going back. I uh, spoke to um, roommate Dan, American Dan, yesterday. Facetimed him, and um. I was like, bro, you gotta come, you gotta come back again, dude. You know, when when everything's back to normal, we can travel and shit. And he's like, oh, it's your turn to come here, and I was like, you'll never fucking see me there again, bro. Uh, your country is bullshit. Okay, listen to me. I keep looking in the camera, even though I'm not recording. Um, the the United States of America is is disgusting, bro. You can storm the Capitol and get fucking sixteen days prison. Yeah, what that shaman get? Is that like three years? Four, um, three and a half. Yeah, something like that. And then uh, you can, yeah, you can kill people in the street and just go walk free. But if you smoke weed, life sentence. Smoking yeah. while being black. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, and everyone's happy. Oh, it's a black woman, Kamala Harris. She did it. She did it, you idiots. Look further than the fucking, the cover, you know? Judging a book by its cover. Like, everyone, oh, fucking Obama, he's the best. He's the best. Yeah, bombing fucking playgrounds and shit in the Middle East. That nigga was a sicko, just like the rest of them. And then you got Kamala Harris. She's the one, she was the one with this fucking... Zero tolerance policy on marijuana, and then they legalize it, and no one gets, no one gets let out. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't understand it, but they're all crooks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying somebody else is better. Everyone in a high level political position has done some fucking foul shit to get there. Whether they, you know, ate the bones of babies or, um, you know participated in, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell and um, Epstein's, you know, prostitute island or whatever the, you know, pedophile island. Whether they did that shit or some shit where it's like, yo, we need to get all these blacks in prison. Or, hey, let's, um, if you can, you know, if you can just turn your head while the CIA imports a bunch of cocaine into the United States and they'll turn that into crack and they'll put it into black neighborhoods and shit's going to be sweet. 
You think no politician knew about any of this shit. Get the fuck out of here. These cunts are all sick. And Australia is not on the same level, but they're not just squeaky clean motherfuckers going up to be prime minister and shit. Why do you think these motherfuckers are always ousting each other from office? Because they've got shit on each other. They're all, it's all shady territory. I keep looking into the camera. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, have I studied politics? No. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? Let's go to um, Clay's Reviews. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. This time last week, we were just wrapping up the episode just about. <laughs> uh, I watched this new film on Netflix called Red Notice. The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. And, um, you know, a bit of star power there. Trash. Trash. It's like a, uh, a heist film um, where they're, you know, stealing shit and... It's so poorly written that they keep changing countries and instead of like like writing it into the script, like where they're going and why, every time they change countries, they just put up a screen that says like Russia, Siberia, Bali, you know? Because, yeah, they it was lazy. It was so lazy. And this nigga, The Rock, wants to start talking about, um, yeah, I'd love to be the next James Bond. Look at him. Are you the Bond? James Bond is not on steroids, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my god! He wants to what? You want to be the first person to run for president and be James Bond or some shit? You look. You, he literally looks like a dude. We were watching this movie and um, the rocks like moving around, and I was like, I was like, Rage, why does this nigga look like a cock? <coughs> And then like five minutes later, Ryan Reynolds says to him, why does the back of your head look like a penis? I'm not even kidding. I said it first and Rachel, and then Rachel goes, are you fucking kidding? I was just thinking that. And then Ryan Reynolds fucking said it. It was fucking insane. But like James Bond is like, you know, he's like the best spy in the world. He's inconspicuous. This dude's like six, five, like 400 pounds. Looks like Pete Frampton, like, what the fuck? You can't be James Bond. Can you imagine The Rock doing uh, an English accent, bro? Get the fuck out of here, bro. I never want to see that. There's nothing stealth about this dude. There is nothing that would make me go and see a James Bond movie less than The Rock. You know, there's been a bit of you know talk about the next, the next James Bond being... Um, a female, which doesn't make sense because his name is James Bond, okay? But I would rather see a female called James Bond for God knows what reason than The Rock. Uh, why do we need... Why do we need to just do retarded shit? Just make a woman spy film, Atomic Blonde. That's more of assassin, isn't it? Just make a woman spy film. Don't hijack James Bond. They hijacked Ghostbusters. 
Yeah, congratulations, the woman Ghostbusters is one of the worst films I've ever fucking seen. All right, just let it be. Make your own shit. Oceans Eight. What? Don't make Oceans without George Clooney. What are we doing, you guys? Hey, I love women. I love equal rights and equality, and you know, equal pay if it makes sense. If the market shares there. You know, I don't know if we need a female James Bond. I don't think we need a black James Bond. Okay, I know, you know, people are trying to, people are trying to talk about like we need a black James Bond. Um, first, how about let's worry about let's stop cops killing black people. Maybe that's what we should focus on. Who gives a fuck about James Bond? Let him be a white Englishman, bro. My God. He's all, he always has been. Okay. By this logic, let's do a white Black Panther. Right? Everybody should get to play at once. Let's do the, it's been black. Let's get a white Black Panther. Let's get an Asian Black Panther. Or, you know, that'd be a Bengal tiger probably. But why don't we just do that? Well, everyone gets a shot at every role. We get a handicapped Black Panther. Right? It doesn't make sense anymore, you guys. It doesn't make sense anymore. This is the this is the one that really got me. Was Scarlett Johansson was supposed to play? I think it was trans. I think it was a trans person, and she accepted the role, and she got so much backlash that she, um, she then left it. So she lost a job, right over it. She's a trained actress. She's very successful, very good. She's got market share. People go to see movies because her name's attached to movies. But you want a trans person to play a trans person. It's called acting. They pretend to be something they're not, right? She doesn't go into every movie and she's just Scarlett Johansson again. She's somebody else in every fucking movie. You want a trans person to play a trans person. What if, what if there's not a trans person as good at acting as she is? What if there's not a trans person that has as much pull on the market as she has? Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't get to skip the line because because you're trans. You should you should just work up like she had to. She was she was a nobody actress once. She didn't just become famous for no reason. So the trans person should have to go and do bullshit horror movies and fucking um, you know, Christianity sitcoms and all this garbage shit, right? And then get discovered and then get put into movies. You don't just be trans and then get an A-list movie. That does, that's not how it's supposed to work. Brian Cranston did a movie where he's in a wheelchair and everyone got mad that he did it because he's not in a wheelchair. Name an actor better than Brian Cranston right now that's in a wheelchair. I'll wait. You're fucking kidding. Anyway, Red Notice, 5 out of 10. It's trash. Um, then I watched a movie called The Little Things. Um, it's like a crime drama thriller type vibe. Um, Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and oh, that pretty guy. I keep forgetting his name. Jared Leto. Um... Jared Leto 
Jared Leto hit that point of hotness where he got too hot to be a guy, I think. He looks like a pretty chick now. So don't you don't want to be that hot. Brad Pitt was there like a, probably probably a decade ago. Brad Pitt, when he grew out his hair real long, he got to that point where he was like a hot chick, but then he like got a bit older and he's rugged again. He looks handsome again. He was like beautiful, which was weird. So you don't want to get that hot, fellas, all right? You want to keep it like rugged and, you know, uh, anyway, this is a film called The Little Things. Uh, it's a neo-noir crime thriller. And yeah, it's basically there's basically a, oh, I don't want to give anything away, but there's basically a serial killer um, that pops his head back up that, Denzel was trying to solve this case previously. Then he kind of, there was an event that happened. He moved out of town. He's a cop in another town now. He comes back for a day, sees this crime that's exactly the same as um, what he witnessed. And so he stays in town to try and solve this shit with Rami Malik, who's like a up and coming detective. And shit, yeah, shit's all twisted. Shit gets real real foul and yeah Rami Malek he's the guy that played um Freddie Mercury and I thought that they they really put um I remember my my assessment of the Bohemian Rhapsody film was like oh they went overboard with um the prosthetics in this man's face uh I did not realize that this man's mouth is truly truly strange he's a weird dude They've been saying there's these stories going around. He's got a twin brother, right? Rami Malik, uh, identical twin brother. And apparently he's like the most friendly guy in Hollywood. Like when he meets people, he's like got the time for him. Everyone loves him. And then uh, they will see his twin brother out somewhere and like go up and be like, oh, hey, how you going? And this motherfucker will just be like, I don't know you. And instead of saying, I've got a twin brother. He will just be a full-on cunt to them. <laughs> and that is just, that's got to be like, you know, jealousy issues or some shit. <laughs> that's fucking so wild. But this dude was in that other movie I watched last week. Uh, no Time to Die, James Bond. He was the villain. Um, he's fucking good actor, man. He um, And he's in this TV show called Mr. Robot, which uh, is... Apparently pretty good. I've got to see that. Anyway, uh, The Little Things. I thought it... I didn't like the ending. Um, it was a unique ending, but it wasn't It wasn't dope. Uh, I thought it could have been... I don't know. I don't know. I thought it could have just been a little bit better. I, I think... I just like... I see De the name Denzel Washington attached to something and I just get all jacked up and I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And it just kind of like almost wasn't good. So 6.5 out of 10, but I I would, if you haven't seen it, I would still see it. It's like a, it's like a watchable 6.5. And I, um, until last night, I didn't watch anything. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm not going to have to do like edit any Clay's reviews together this week. And then I watched two movies in one night. So, and I watched Love Island. And honestly, let's talk about Love Island for a minute. Um, Courtney's got to go, bro. <laughs> I 
Um, Rachel's been watching it on the main TV, right? And I usually get the laptop out and try to do editing and, you know, write some jokes while she's watching it. And so I'm, I'm really, uh, I, essentially I'm, I'm invested in the show now. And Courtney's got to go, bro. She, um, she picked this guy. No, I'll run, I'll run it back even further. So she's in the island. She's not really connecting with anybody. Then this intruder... No, they don't call them intruders in this show. That's Big Brother. Um, Bombshell. This bombshell comes in. His name's Nick. And his eyes are piercing, right? Piercing blue like sapphires. And he comes in. They hit it off. Then there's this thing called Casa Amor, which means house of love, where the, the guys leave the main villa, go into this other place, bang, they put in a bunch of like six guys going there and then they put in six new chicks. Shit gets crazy. Everyone's hooking up. They are showing the footage to the original girls back in the other house. This guy, Nick, who's like coupled up with Courtney, is hooking up with everybody, like really getting amongst it. So she's like, oh, fuck. But then they put a bunch of new boys in with the OG girls and she's like, oh, well, I'm just going to pick one of these guys so I don't need to worry about this. Nick comes back by himself. He doesn't couple up with one of the girls and she fucking freaks out, starts crying and shit. And this dude, Noah, is like, oh shit, she still likes this guy. He's really into her. They're talking, chin wagging and shit. And she's like, I just don't know where my head's at. Trying to make, you know, trying to take the time to figure this shit out. And this dude's just sitting in limbo, Noah. And this dude, this dude's a white guy that um, said he got his whole swag from Kelly Oubre Jr. So He's got a couple screws loose, okay? So, um, so uh, then this dude, then these new two bombshells come into the house. This dude hits it off with one of them, this Noah guy. Nick's gone because Courtney didn't couple up with him. He's out. Noah's talking to this other girl, Jade. She's got a fatty, but she's a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She said she didn't know where Hobart was. Oh, so this is Australian? Yeah. Okay, all right. I got a car for you. Here's the keys. Key yourself, okay? You don't know where Hobart is. And then the guy said, oh, well, you know where Darwin is. And she's like, yeah, like WA. Key yourself, bruh. I hate that. And she's got a snake tattoo on her hip, kind of wrapping around, which is pretty much an arrow pointing to her pussy, honestly. So not into her. She's kind of good. No, she's, you know, she's, she's good looking, but she's a fucking idiot. Fuck. Anyway, he's talking to her. Courtney keeps coming over to this guy, bullying him. Like, you've got to make a decision. What the fuck? You don't, you're not telling me anything about all this shit. Doing the most, doing way too much. Then there's a recoupling. Bang. He picks her. Picks Courtney. But she's got to go, bro. She sucks. And that's... You got. You kind of got to know the rules to the show to understand what I'm talking about. So I just wasted a bit of time there. So uh, let's go to sport. Um. All right. Where have I got the results from Lavelle and I's last... Oh, they're right in front of me. Um. So, Boardman... Picked Memphis over New Orleans. That's a loss. 
Um, I picked 76ers over Indiana. That's a loss. Boardman picked Phoenix over Houston. That's a win. I picked Golden State over Charlotte. That's a loss. Boardman picked Miami over OKC. That's a win. I picked New York over Indiana. That's a win. Boardman picked Orlando over New York. That's a loss. And I picked Clippers over the Spurs. That's a win. So we went 2-2 this week, which makes it uh, Boardman 14, Bossman 15. So still up one. So I'll pick first this week. Um, oh shit, Bulls Knicks. That's gonna be good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that one though. Suns Nugs is tough. Lakers Pistons. Clips Mavs. That's a tough day there. I'm gonna take the Warriors over um, the Raptors. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Lakers over the Pistons. Uh, you got. Lakers over the Pistons. All right. Um, I am going to take... Oh, there's a bit going on here. I'll take the Suns over the Spurs. Okay, I'm going to go with Bucks over the Magic that day. Milwaukee over Orlando. Um, I'm going to take... Is the second team the home team? I think so. I reckon that's how it works. So, Knicks at Lakers. Uh, I don't like that travel. I don't think I'm going to take that. Um... I'll take Denver over Portland. All right, I'm going to go with the Heat over the Pistons. Miami over Detroit. And then one more game this week. I think I'll take Odd Jazz over Thunder. All right, I'm going to go with the Blazers over the Kings. All right, quick recap. I've got Golden State over Toronto. Boardman's got Lakers over Pistons. I've got Suns over Spurs. Boardman's got Bucks over Magic. I've got... Hold on. Did I select... I thought I picked... I picked Denver over Portland. I've got written here that I picked Portland, but I definitely picked Denver. definitely pick Denver. I've got Denver over Portland. Boardman's got Miami over Detroit. I've got Utah over OKC and Boardman's got Portland over Sacramento. Um, Steph Curry has been chopping it. This man, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, bro. I, what, what's the one thing he could do better? Maybe... Next season, maybe he'll shoot 100% for the year. I don't know what the... F- Probably about it. This fucking guy is cooking, bro. Um, uh, I just yeah. can't wait to see like Clay come back into the fold and see how that all... Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, and I guess, like, he's... I think he's full contact at training. Mm. So, he's already... 
in the mix, getting the rhythm. I'm sure he's not going to go and just fuck up the rhythm when he starts playing. And he's a smart player and he's not like an um, ego-driven dude. You know, he's been complaining a bit about the NBA 75, but he's not going to be out there just like trying to play one-on-one ball and oh, shit. He doesn't even need the ball. What was that game where he had 11 dribbles and dropped like 60 or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So I think he'll slot back in seamlessly. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fucking so exciting to watch. Very exciting stuff, sports. Um, I, I don't think I had anything. I don't think I had anything else in sport nah, today. I got nothing. Um. Okay, I'm gonna need you to open up. Uh, you can just do it in that in that window. Um. Uh, Gmail. I'm gonna have to bleep some of this stuff out because I think I'm gonna have to give you my password here. Uh, go up to the at the top right there where that picture of me is. And click the potty. No, no, not that one. Uh, the one below it. Yeah. Um, and hopefully next. Hopefully it just signs me in, so I don't have to say. Yeah, click that. Um, no, click the uh, the key email. Yeah, click that. Cool. Password's already in. No editing required. That is a win for the booze. Hit the uh, poor posture of the week theme. Had the emails flood in this week. I could have done a whole episode of Poor Posture of the Week, but it does get exhausting. First uh, story here comes in from Johnny. And um, Johnny, I don't really, I've got a couple friends named John, but they just call them, they just go by John generally. Uh, Two women arrested before Gwinnett County School Board meeting. Oh, I did see this. So the one of them one of them's actually named Karen, which is dope. But um this this is like a yeah, school board meeting and these women didn't want to wear masks. All right. So uh they're they're all fucking jacked up about wearing masks and there's a a um security screening at the at the door and the cop, there's a police officer or security guard, I don't remember. I think it was, no, it was a police officer. Takes um, a pair of scissors. She had a pair of scissors in her bag. And he went to take the pair of scissors and she like grabbed him and like tried to keep the pair of scissors. So she got arrested for like resisting arrest and like disturbing the peace or something like that. It's it's not that crazy a story. I Like just, I mean- End of the day, just wear a mask. But I i mean, I'm tired of it. I, am I going to get arrested over it? No, I'll just wear mine. Um, but I will do loopholes wherever I can. Like at my office, we're mandated to wear masks all the time. So I just keep a cup of coffee on my desk at all the time and just say I'm drinking, you know. I would do the same thing if I was on a flight probably. I have done. Um, I hate airplane coffee. I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually made with poo. And I've been ordering them every time I've flown just to keep my mask off. Um, the top two worst coffees I've had in my life, one was uh, in Venice Beach, cost me about 14 Australian dollars, and I had one sip of it and put it in the bin. 
it was fucking gross. And the second one, uh, no offense to anyone who works for this company, uh, Virgin Airways. I almost yacked in my newspaper. Yes, I was being one of those guys who were reading the newspaper on a flight. But it's fucking disgusting. But yeah, I'll drink it. I'll literally drink it or pretend to drink it to keep my mask off um, during a flight. Uh, so I get it, Karen and and friend. Uh, and I, I I would say that this bitch on the left is Karen just by looking. Yes, <laughs> yeah, she is. She looks like the one that had the scissors for sure. Uh, she, if she if I was working in a retail space and she walked in, I would say to my manager, I'd be like, "This bitch has a pair of scissors. Just be careful." <laughs> sure, she just looks like she carries scissors, dude. Um, and she. She doesn't look sorry, I'd say. This is a mug shot. The other lady kind of looks like... She kind of looks like she's thinking, ah, I shouldn't have been hanging out with this bitch. Karen looks like she's going to do it again. Yeah, Karen looks like... Karen looks like she's about to jump jump the table and, like, hit the person with the camera. She looks, like, thugged out. She looks like Tupac looks the day he spat on the media. Remember that? <laughs> Can you pull that picture up? <laughs> That's what Karen looks like. <laughs> yeah, Google Images. Yeah, that's what Karen looks like right there. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Who's that behind him? Is that one of the um, outlaws or what? He kind of looks like Noriega. Anyway, um, let's go to the next story here. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot to say. Um, yeah, this bitch looks like a candy cane. Poor posture. Um, who was that coming from? Uh, Phil? That's from Phil. This one's coming in from Phil. What's this one? Customer opens fire at a Papa John's, and that's a pizza place in America, because his pizza wasn't ready. Utah cops say. Now, I don't need to read this, really, but... Um, this is what I was saying before. If you live in a country where it's just all dope to just be like walking around with firearms, yeah, people are going to get pissed when their pizza's not on time. I want to know how late the pizza was. Was it like, did they say 30 minutes or less, like you'll get a discount <laughs> and it was like 31 minutes and they were, and they like argued the discount or was it like, you know, Wednesday he ordered it and he didn't get it till Friday and shit. Because I can kind of understand that. Um, looks like it's supposed to be ready at about seven, and it wasn't because their online system was down. Then he <laughs> came back at eight forty-five. Now I've been hungry. I've been hungry before, and I'm usually I usually have dinner like yeah yeah seven o'clock's a good dinner time. Eight forty-five. Rachel's usually in bed by then already, so we've definitely had dinner. So yeah, yeah, I'll be mad. I've had a couple of incidents. Um, in in um establishments i didn't yeah I, I didn't have a gun on me but uh there was one pub uh in a small town um and there was there was uh wings it was, it was like a wing wednesday and we went there for wings and we were in there for like a number of hours and our wings hadn't come out and uh somebody went to speak to the manager and the manager was being a cunt. And they do cocktails at this place. And they've got like a setup that kind of looks like boost juice, like with all these blenders and shit. 
and someone um, allegedly smacked all the blenders off the uh, countertop because they were hungry. So, <laughs> so that was one time. And then there was another time where someone went to this place called uh, Beach Burrito, hungover, ordered a uh, burrito and waited for about an hour and a half and didn't have his burrito and went down, went back downstairs and um, was advised that the order didn't go through because it was someone's first day and um, somebody fucking got mad and yelled at people and um, demanded a refund and walked out. So, yeah. So, yeah, I can get hungry, but um, would I shoot a place up? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think so. So, yeah, this guy's posture is really fucked up. Um, he needs one of those, um, those, those devices that I've seen on social media where you stick it to your back and apparently it just gives you poor posture out of nowhere. I mean, good posture. He needs good posture. He's got scoliosis, dude. Who's next? I think it was Johnny again, if I remember correctly. This guy fucking went ham on the articles this week. Thank you, Johnny. This is a sad one, Johnny. Uh, patient killed in ambulance crash in Fairburn. Don't know where that is. Driver arrested on DUI charge. Now, I need to know the driver of the ambulance or the driver of the other vehicle. Because <clears throat> that's pretty wild to like just be fuck it, fucked up driving an ambulance is pretty, like that's poor posture if that's the case. Uh, private ambulance. McCorvey is driving for a private ambulance company south on West Campbellton and failed to maintain his lane, driving off the shoulder of the road, causing the ambulance to flip and land in a ditch. Yeah, so the ambulance driver was fucked up. Kill yourself, bro. That's so fu- Like, you're supposed to be helping people, man. I don't know. I don't know if I can... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can be funny about this one, Johnny. This, this actually is really sad. Um... Yeah, I don't know, man. Don't send me shit like this. Um, what's the title? What's the headline say? Maybe you just read the headline. Patient killed in an ambulance. So he's killed a patient and he's a black guy. But you're allowed to get two bodies, aren't you? So maybe they'll let him off. You're allowed to kill two people in America. So think about that. Yeah, this dude's posture is really fucked up, but it's not funny. So let's go next. Oh, let's go fo- uh, listen to this fuck shit. Yeah, take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You gotta fuck shit stack. A fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You gotta fuck shit stack. A fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. This one's coming in from uh, Sarah or Sarah. S A R A. I'm not sure how you're supposed to say that one. It's like, you know, Megan, Megan, Megan. I don't understand them. But this one's coming in from Sarah or Sarah. Or Sat or Sarah. Um, grandmother issued with restraining order to stop feeding carrots to sad horse. A court has imposed a restraining order to protect a retired racehorse from the unwanted attentions of a grandmother who refused to stop feeding him carrots. In a ruling rarely, if ever, passed by a British court, <clears throat> the horse was afforded legal protection from overfeeding after, oh, okay, so she's overfeeding it. 
Uh, Margaret Porter from North North Allerton Road. So you're just going to give her a whole address out? Thought Nelson the chestnut gelding was sad looking and came to the view that he was underfed, so began giving him carrots, blah, 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 despite being explicitly asked not to. What was what began as a laudable effort uh, in Nelson's interest quickly became a campaign of harassment against him and Mrs. Cook, which saw police called three times and the RSPCA once. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, I've never heard I've never heard of an animal getting a fucking um, restraining order on a human being. That's pretty wild. And sometimes I feel like my dog wants that because I just I just grab her and I just kiss her for so long. Not on the mouth, usually on the top of the head, but she sometimes wants to get away and I just keep her there. But she doesn't have a lawyer, so I'm all good. Um, She's got priors. You read this shit? Where are we? Miss Porter was arrested and on Thursday faced court for the second time in her life. The first was in 2005 when she was convicted of assaulting her brother with three sticks of rhubarb. Dude, what kind of pussy... <laughs> <laughs> files charges against his sister rhubarb. for getting hit with like rhubarb will snap as soon as it hits you too like it's not even she had to do it with three sticks because you hit someone once with rhubarb and it just cracks apart what a fucking pussy bro man you corny how the fuck <laughs> how the fuck did dude what an I, that's taking the piss. Surely that's just like some sibling shit. Like, oh yeah, well, guess what? I'm taking you to court for this. What a fucking loser. They're both losers. Like how lonely do you have to be to just like your whole purpose is to feed a horse that's not yours? Get your shit together, bitch. That's some fuck shit. What else we got? I think we had something from someone named Bill here. Bill. Parents have been urged to speak to their... This is an Australian article. None of the others have been Australian. Parents have been urged to speak to their children as kids as young as nine believe sending nudes is normal. I'll tell you this right now. Never send a nude. I'll tell you... Sorry. Men, never send a nude. No one wants to see a cock. There's no such thing as a handsome cock or a nice cock. Um, You know... Porn, you know, porn actors probably have some sort of like performance enhancing surgery or drugs or whatever. Like no girl has ever seen a picture of a penis and then been like, yeah, this is, this is what I needed. This is important. Like a guy will straight up celebrate when he gets a picture of, you know, a poissy or some titties or something. That's a, that's a, beautiful thing the the female form is so much more beautiful than the male form we're disgusting our genitals hang off of our body that's so fucked up girls have it all tucked away and like packaged nicely we're all just we look like a bad bunch of grapes <laughs> just like hanging off wrinkles you know and that's no offense to, you know, large labiaed women because I'd prefer to see large labia than than any penis. Penis is just not good. And vagina even just sounds better to say. Penis 
sounds like before before penis was a thing, it sounds like what you would call like a nerdy kid. Like his name would be like penis or like what's a nerdy kid's name? Like fucking Simon or some shit. <laughs> Shout out to all the Simons out there. But no, yeah, don't send a nude. What uh, Cyber safety experts are pleading with parents to speak to children as young as nine about the dangers of sending nude photographs online. The comments come after a rise in image-based abuse material during the COVID pandemic. Oh, yeah, but you're bored. Yeah, you're bored. You're putting, you know, you're putting things next to your cock for reference. You know, small things to try and make your tiny dick look bigger. You're not, I remember when I was nine, I had a fucking, you know, tiny cock, bro. So these kids are probably putting things like, um, you know, those toy bananas. I mean, not toy, uh, candy. Yeah, and then say, telling the girl it's a real banana. <laughs> That's what they're probably doing. Um, yeah, dude. If I can, if I can urge the children not to, um, not to send nudes. Children, that's a blanket rule. Adults, um, just ladies should send them, and guys um, shouldn't use them as. Um, uh, abuse or whatever. Like you shouldn't be posting them online and showing your friends and shit. You should just beat your shit to them. Um, one more from Bill. Shout out to Bill and Johnny this week. Mother and daughter spend months in jail after cops mistake tea for drugs. See, you can't even drink tea some sometimes. And this motherfucker killed two people with an AR. When Vun Pui, Connie Chong, yeah, let's just call her Connie, shall we? When Connie Chong and her daughter, San Yan Melanie Lim, and that's not, I'm not being racist, that's her name, okay? San Yan or San Yan Melanie Lim imported 25 kilograms of brown ginger tea into Australia this year. They intended to sell it at a marked up rate. And that's what we do as business owners. The beverage is a well-known remedy for period pain in the women's home country of Malaysia. All going to plan, they stood to make profit of about 90. <laughs> so, no, I didn't um, forget to say 1,000. A profit of 90 Australian dollars. Why? Why bother? And then you got locked up for it. Over 90 bucks. But check this out. You can probably get a payout now, right, from the government or the law, the police. For being locked up. Yeah. Incorrectly. Yeah. For tea. Mm. So maybe they're actually about to come up off this shit. Maybe this is the smartest business ever. Uh, instead, heavily armed police officers raided Chong and Lim's home uh, after the Australian Border Force officials intercepted the tea packets at the international airport and wrongly identified the contents as amphetamine. How? Isn't amphetamine like a white powder? This is how much I've never done ice. I don't actually know either. Um, I thought they called it shard. I thought it looks like glass. I thought it looks like... Yeah, I didn't think it looked like tea. This is far, This is retarded, bro. Oh, I, bet I made it so far in the episode without saying it. <laughs> Fuck. R-worded. This is R-worded, man. Um, 
What? So how did they mistake it for amphetamine? Did they not test it? This is what they're saying. The women were arrested and jailed for four months despite the fact that authorities were made aware of the problems with the tests used to identify the substance in the weeks and months following. Ah, so they tested... Okay, so it did get tested and it got it tested wrong. Um... Dude, you, you, this is a this is in Australia. So you're in trouble when your police don't know the difference between you know tea and methamphetamines. So that makes me nervous. You know, I'm importing coffee pretty regularly. Um, coffee doesn't look like any drugs that I know of, but I do know coffee is used to um, hide the scent of drugs. A lot of drug shipments will come, uh, you know, wrapped up in coffee. Um, and you know that's not advice that I'm giving. That's just I'm just educating the people. Um, was that the last one? Yeah, that was it. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah, Megan, Megan, Megan. Megan's the grossest one. Don't be called Megan. Ah, uh, let's go to advice. <laughs> we need to no move problem. on. Though. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Oh, that's a good beer. We got um. We got a ring light, and this this shit really made me pop on camera, and I didn't even um, empty the uh, SD card. So that's all right. I don't have to do editing, which is nice. Um. Okay, so this one's coming in from. So what did we get? Sarah was was one. So that's one female today. We got this one coming in from Cassie, which is generally a lady's name. Cassie smell, sounds like an idiot, though. Let's be honest. Um, how do you make your house smell good? Cassie says. Some people I've visited have houses that always seem to smell wonderful and fresh. Uh, I just got a new home in Florida. Congratulations, Cassie. And it smells a little stale. I didn't really have this issue with my last home. What's the secret? A shit ton of candles, air fresheners, sprays. What works best? Oh, I'll tell you this, uh, Cassie. I live in a home that was previously lived in by an old lady, uh, rest in peace, and then no one for about three or four years. So, yeah, my house uh, smelled a bit stale too when I first walked in. You need to live in it. You do need to live in it. You need to vacuum the shit out of the carpet, probably get the carpets cleaned. Um, that was probably up to your landlords pri uh, prior to you moving in, but I would, I'd get it done. Get your carpets cleaned, open the house up, open all the windows, the doors as much as you can while you're home and just let let some air flow through. Um, and yeah, pump some candles. Um, do Yeah, do whatever you got to do. I would do things like um, maybe work out, work out indoors, maybe get a new stench in the house and it smells like you so you're comfortable with it. Um you know, do some sex with your partner. Do some sex. Get some sex smell in there. Get some pets. Get some pets because what will happen is, one, they'll do a shit indoors and that'll smell different. And two, when you clean it up, um, maybe that, that smell will linger of the chemicals that you cleaned the poo up with. So you can do all types of shit. Um, have a lot of showers. Get some steam flowing through the house. Get some... Do some nice, um, you know, hair hair shampoo conditioner. Have that have that linger for a bit. Get in bed and roll around when you clean, so the bed smells all clean. Do some uh, Glen Twenty. 
And I actually, uh, I actually knew a guy named Glenn Nineteen um, when, <laughs> when I went to high school with him. I went. To, I actually went to high school with a girl named Cassie too. Um, she was highly touted <laughs> as a recruit, and um, don't know who ended up drafting her, but um, good on you, Cassie. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking yeah, light a candle. What's wrong with you? That's such a weird thing to write into a podcast about Cassie. But shout out to Florida. You motherfuckers are crazy down there. Um, so weird that you wouldn't just like open a door and window. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, this one's coming in from Ken. Ken. How do I sleep at night? <laughs> okay, hold on. This isn't supposed to be funny, you guys, but... Who writes this as a subject title to the Welcome to the Potty podcast and doesn't expect to get ridiculed? Listen to this. And sh- uh, Ken, I'm gonna, I'm going to hurt your feelings, but don't take it personal, okay? How do I sleep at night after crying all day? <laughs> Went through a breakup, panic attack, and t- anxiety attack hyperventilation, hours and hours of crying, sadness, suicidal thoughts, throwing up and more. I think you've listed it all, mate. And more? Does she shit yourself? What else? What else could you have in that list other than pooing in your pants? No, I think he's covered it all. Any ideas how to catch some sleep when my brain is in overdrive and my anxiety is sky high. I'm alone too. So that sucks. Um, make some fucking friends, bro. Uh, here's something that's not good advice, but will help is, you know, drinking yourself to sleep. Um, weed, you know, substances, not, not uppers, just downers, get some downers in you. Um, yeah, you'll wake up, maybe wanting to kill yourself, but you're already going through that anyway. So at least you'll get some sleep. I would do things like this. Mindfulness. Go outside, uh, go for a walk and take everything in. What can you smell? What can you see? What can you hear? What can you taste? Maybe you bring a cup of tea with you. What what can you taste? What can you um, feel? Is it cold? Is it hot? What kind of plants are around you? All this shit, man. Just be mindful. Don't focus on this breakup and all the other shit that's making you anxious. Mindfulness. Um, And maybe if you're into meditation, you can do shit like that. Play some video games. Not late at night. Not late at night. But like usually when you play video games, you're not focusing on other shit. Um, And maybe some uh, of that like white noise type of shit. Like, um, you know, forest sounds or ocean noises shit like that just something to um you know the silence silence can be deafening when you're going through what you're going through my guy um spray out i would spray out as often as you can i try not to get addicted to it but like you you know you bust a nut endorphins start running through your body that's there's a little bit of happiness there for you and then you can um you know, after you feel guilty about it, you can fall asleep uh, more easily. And that's science. That's actually a true thing. Um, I would, yeah, maybe do a little bit of self-service. Maybe get another girl over. Do a bit of Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, Grinder, um, 
fuck something. See what happens there. See if see if you can get yourself some company. Honestly, don't you have friends? Go play some cards or darts or um, you know, lawn bowls like me and me and Boardman. We're going lawn bowling tomorrow, and guess what? We're gonna sleep like babies, probably. Probably have a couple beers. That's what you gotta do. Have a couple beers. Don't have so many beers that you feel like partying. Have so many beers that like you're watching a movie. And you can't barely keep your eyes open. Put on The Office or something. Something that's easy to watch. No, there's no, there's a love story subtext in The Office. Watch um, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Something very silly. Easy to watch. Easy to digest and have a couple beers. And that shit will put you to sleep, bro. Honestly. Do that kind of shit. I think. Um, don't kill yourself as well don't don't do that um i don't know i've gone through hard breakups dude and i just i just relied on my friends hang out with friends stay busy shark life baby as soon as you stop as soon as you stop moving you die dude keep it moving keep doing shit exhaust yourself work out bro have you been working out that helps heaps. You got to work out. You got to eat right, and not only will you stay in shape that way, you will actually, um, yeah, you'll you'll sleep better. Put some lavender on your pillows. Sleepy time tea. There, oh man, there's so much shit you can do. Why don't you fucking Google it instead of writing into the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Thank you, Ken. Um, this one's coming in from Sam. Uh, and I can't tell if this is a boy Sam or a girl Sam. Oh, it's a boy Sam. Uh, dating after a broken engagement. Be honest or be sneaky. Coming from Sam. Together for almost a decade, engaged for five or six years, two kids. Now we are separated. The separation started mid-July 2021. We tried therapy and it's clear neither of us want to make it work. Do I tell her I want to start dating or do I just start and keep it a secret? Or do I start and if it comes up, tell her what's up? We live in a small enough town that she will 100% have a friend on any of the dating apps if she isn't already on herself. So she will find out within days. Looking to minimize drama. Bung, bung. Um... Well, you're separated. It's not her fucking business, bro. If she finds out, she finds out. And have that conversation then. Don't be aggressive. Just be like, well, yeah. Well, did we separate or didn't we separate? I didn't know you wanted the fucking push notifications when I started dating again. That seems a bit bitter or something to like rub it in your face, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's not, it's not her business, dog. Just date. Just date. Uh, I don't even have any funny anything funny to say about that. <clears throat> Just date. One more coming in from Mandy. Another lady. It's a bit. What is Ladies' Day here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast? Found condoms in my husband's coat, but he's had the snip. I'll tell you this right now, Mandy. Think you're getting cheated on? Let's read this email. My husband has a vasectomy for seven years. Last night. I found two condoms in his coat, not opened. He said he was keeping them just in case we had sex outside. 
bullshit. We don't use condoms at all. Even if he is cheating, why the fuck would he be using condoms when he's had the snip? I'm so confused. Well, it sounds like you didn't do sexual education, Mandy. He's protecting himself, not from kids, which is the S, the worst STD you can have. Um, he's protecting himself from the rest of the STDs. The rest TDs. <laughs> he's, um, yeah, yeah. He's cheating on you. Sorry. Um, there's, there's this thing where dudes like masturbate with condoms. Uh, I think, uh, I guess to, um, what is it? Uh, you, you, you desensitize yourself to them. So then you can, um, you can bust a nut in them easy. You can feel, you can feel a bit more. I think people do that or they do it sometimes. So they don't have to like, you know, spray into a sock or whatever the fuck you know, teenagers do. Sometimes it's just less clean up. Um, but yeah, your husband's cheating on you, Mandy. I am sorry to be the bearer of bad news. It is so crazy that you don't understand why he would be using condoms because he doesn't want chlamydia and he doesn't want to give it to you. If I was you, I would go and uh, see your GP um, or, you know, sexual health clinic and get yourself a test because this nigga is cheating on you. I can't stress that enough, Mandy. I hope to go. You did say even if he's cheating, so you do have you do have an idea. So I guess I'm not breaking news to you, but I'm honestly keeping them just in case we had sex outside. What? Does that even mean? That's fucking nuts. Um, yeah. Your husband, um, yeah, your husband's cheating on you, so. Easy money. Welcome to the potty on everything. Follow, add, rate, review, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. The more listens we get, the more money Movember gets, the more successful we get, uh, the less we got to work. Help us help you. This is free content. Least you can do to pay us back is hit that share button. Um, you know what it is. Welcome to the potty on everything. Uh, that's it. I got nothing else to say. Go to bungbungcoffee.com. Buy yourself some of the best coffee in the world. It won, won the world coffee, uh, championships. Um, drafted, drafted first overall in the, um, NCA national coffee um, association. So, Bungbungcoffee.com, enter promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y, all caps, 15% off all orders. Um, hit the share button. Love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bung bung.